Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous Add to Cart guests and ask them five quick questions to get to know them better and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get you through your Friday. Today's Checkout features Sam Schumann, founder and director of outdoor adventure company Alton. An ex-tax and consulting professional, Sam developed the Alton brand in 2015 and now has over 50 SKUs, a warehouse that's bursting at the seam, distribution in Paddy Palins, and the most goddamn beautiful Instagram page you've ever seen. Sam, thank you for joining me on the checkout. We are still here, amazingly, months later, we are still here in our beautiful hideaway. We are indeed. It's been a beautiful time to spend together. The rules in the hut, you always, uh, if you take food out, you put some food back for those that get stuck for a month. So oh, that's us good. and uh, we're going to have to replenish what we've taken from this hut. I'm all for it, mate. I'm, I'm staying here. I don't know about you, but I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> we have five quick checkout questions to get through. To learn a little bit more about you, we've heard all about Alton and the plans for the future, but yep. we're going to learn about you. Number one, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever bought online? Actually, pretty recently, um, well, I mean, this is not online in Australia. This is off um, Taobao. So <laughs> this is going to be good. Um, this is off Taobao in China. So yeah. I, we're bringing out a new fabric. Um, we've been developing a, a pretty cool, highly technical fabric. And I'd seen on like some other brands, sort of social media and video stuff that they had these like devices to test what you do is you put air through, uh, you put a waterproof fabric in, yep. you, te- you show that water can't get through and then you show that air can get through. So the idea being the fabric can breathe even when it's raining and the water can't get in. You explained it a lot better than I did on the main episode, but yeah, carry on. <laughs> so I saw these testing devices and I was like, well, you know, we're going to need one of these to, to promote, you know, the campaign and that sort of thing. So I started looking on the internet in Australia, no luck. America, no luck. UK, no luck. And I landed on somehow finding this link to a Taobao page where they were selling similar to what I needed. So. Yeah, I can't speak Chinese and I don't even know if we can access Taobao in Australia. So I actually had to get a friend over in China to, to get in t- contact with the seller and it was a bloody nightmare. But a month later and 500 bucks later, I've, I've got one. It's and, impressive. Um, I love it. Yeah, very weird product to order online. It is a very weird product. Okay, very good. Who's your favorite retailer? Oh, Aesop. Oh. Yeah. Why? Uh, miles ahead of anyone else. So, yeah, like I said in the main episode, I started my journey in the workforce working in Maya selling fragrance and aftershave and every day I would sit across looking at that ASOP counter and I just became so interested in the brand it was just so beautiful the aesthetic was just incredible they like back then they never advertised so they didn't spend a dollar on advertising and their emphasis was just a high quality product that like achieved what the customer needed to achieve so lots of that in the brand that I've created, I think I just, I love that brand and I love purchasing those products. So it's the sort of brand I wanted to create. But yes, yeah, such a great story. Just like two normal dudes, you know, hairdressers yeah. from Melbourne, I'm pretty sure. And I think it sold for like six or $7 billion yeah. the other day. And yeah, they've just stayed true and, and mastered their craft yeah. and made an incredible brand. Yeah, beautiful. And and I think they, they're a great example of how to add value in the retail experience yeah. to justify product price rather than getting on the merry-go-round of promotion. Absolutely. And, yeah, like so much of that, we our um, sort of unboxing experience and all that is like 
we've put so much effort into that, right? And a lot of that comes from that inspiration from the ASOP guys, like the way they um they spray the fragrance yeah. into the into the bag before they give it to you. So there's like a there's a smell added to the experience. They present it to you with two hands in front of the counter, like all of this sort of stuff. It just it just improves the customer experience and keeps you coming back. So absolutely um, love what they do. Beautiful. What's one e-commerce practice that you wish was history? Oh, dropshipping. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't add any value. Yeah. We get people reach out to us all the time asking if they can dropship our products. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get it. No, all their brand? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. Can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into? Book, Shoe Dog yep. by the Nike founder. If you're like, I don't know, for me it was really good because he was like an accountant. He was a professional services yeah. person and, um, yeah, he went on that whole journey of like going overseas, meeting the manufacturer, so relatable. Yep. I, I love that. Have um, you seen Air yet? No. No, neither. Ooh, that'd be good. Keen. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Going. Dude date. Yeah. <laughs> Still going to movies together. <laughs> and another one, Capture the Decade. Yep. Like to so much of the content in this space is like US-centric, right? So to get something that's an Australian success story, you feel like you can really relate and it could be you. I mean, that's why I love this podcast. Yeah. Um, in terms of podcasts, there's, you know, you want, for me, I love to hear stories of people that I can relate to. So yeah, you could listen to that Carbon podcast. Thank you, mate. <laughs> but Gabby and Hezzy are so generous with their knowledge and practical. That's yeah. what I love about that book. Yeah, it's like, it's actually practical. It's not fluff. No. Or trying to reinvent history. And yeah. in the back of my head, I'm kind of wondering whether one day, soon they might be owners of catch once again oh yeah you'd hope so i think <laughs> uh it would make a lot of sense mm. i don't think i think they might get it at good value at the moment i think there's a bit of that going on isn't <laughs> there all right last question i have for you sam finish this sentence the future of retail is live selling <laughs> yes more so i built this studio yeah okay i want to give it a shot i reckon it's uh yeah I think that live selling could be something that we're seeing a lot more of in the next five to 10 years. I know that's really big in other parts of the world and it sort of closes that gap that e-commerce sort of can't address right now, that sort of interaction and yeah. being able to live, ask questions in like a live setting yeah. and display product. So shopping is entertainment kind of thing. Yeah, yep. yeah. You're sitting on the sofa and you've got the AirPods in and you're shopping away asking questions. I think... Yeah, I think we could see be seeing a bit more of it. I'm keen to experiment with it. I love that. I think it's perfect space. You could have a bit of character, you could have a bit of fun, yeah, but education as well. So when you can't be camping, you're on the couch watching about camping. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Love it. Sam, thank you for joining us on the checkout. Thank you. To hear more from Sam, jump back into episode 299, where Sam shares his journey from the confines of the office to getting into the great outdoors. We get a sneak peek into the product innovation he is on the verge of getting to market and he talks through how his time as a perfume salesman helped him develop what he has today. Thanks for listening and until next time, keep adding to cart.